Hi, welcome back to How to Win the Dating Game. I'm Trudy Gilbert, known as Australia's Millionaire Matchmaker, and also the director and founder of Elite Introductions, which is an exclusive dating agency for business owners and professionals. I'm here today with my partner in business and life, Andy. And to sound effects of cheers and applause. <laughs> yes, we're all, we're, we're all very happy that you're here with us today, Andy. And we're going to talk about five awesome questions to ask to generate chemistry on your dates. Very, very important topic, I think. Absolutely. It's something I think a lot of people struggle with, you know. Mm. As part of my role being a matchmaker, I get feedback from my clients after they've met. You know, they will often call in after their date and tell me how things went. And they'll say things like, well, we had a great time. We found out we had lots in common, but can you guess where the butt's going, Andy? No butt. Yeah. No butt was seen. That's right. (laughs) But we didn't have any chemistry. And when I dig a little deeper and I find out what they talked about on their date, to my shock and horror... I find out that they talked about all the wrong things. The chemistry killers. They broke all my rules, which I work so hard to make sure everybody follows. Ruined but you know, all your hard work. But who's going to listen to me? I mean, I'm just the qualified matchmaker, right? Well, I don't listen to you. Why should they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please help. And so they're left at the end of the date with this feeling of like, well, they were nice, but meh. You know, there just wasn't any chemistry. Mm. And I think to myself... What do you expect? A fairy to fly in and sprinkle it on you? Do you expect chemistry to just turn up like a singing telegram? Yeah, I think it's pretty normal for people to think that this thing, that chemistry is something that's elusive and something that's out of their control and they're expecting it to happen. That's right. You hit the nail on the head. They're they're waiting for it to happen to them. Mm. Like they think that, They have no control over it, like you Mm -hmm. said. But I want to talk about how you can have control. I want to give you tools and techniques to learn how to create that chemistry. You know, I I think that there's a bit of confusion around this word chemistry because, you know, sure, there are times when you meet someone and you feel an attraction to them and you can feel that they're attracted to you. And I think people think that that's what chemistry is, that Mm. it's just about attraction and it's that's an element of chemistry it's, it's an not. element but it's not the only thing and then that becomes their the benchmark of of if there's chemistry or not mm-hmm. you know it's only chemistry uh chemistry is not just attraction it's far more than that it's only a piece of the pie and i want to demystify what chemistry is because because i believe that you can have chemistry on a date and i'm going to tell you five ways that you can yeah i think it's i i think the other thing about chemistry is that people don't really need chemistry to be like a 10 out of 10 to to move forward. There's probably a 5 or a 6 out of 10 is enough for me to go, okay, well, I'm interested. There's something there. We don't need it to be like hit out of the park. Oh, my God, there was absolute fireworks and I was struck by lightning and so were they and they finished. They were finishing my sentences and everything was perfect and it doesn't have to be that sentence. If you're lucky enough, that comes along every now and then in your life but it's certainly no indication of or if you're in a rom-com yeah exactly if you're in hollywood the music's you know plays they walk in slow motion and all that crap happens but the truth is that we don't really need 
a super high level of chemistry. We just need enough there for us to go, okay, I'm interested, they're interested, let's see where this is going. That's right. You need you need a spark. You need a starting point to then build on. Mm-hmm. And look, to be honest, it's no wonder that we're left with this vision that chemistry has to be all about the slow motion, the soundtrack, the wind mm-hmm. blowing in her hair, that the intense <laughs> connection, because we're fed it through Hollywood. Yeah. And it's something that, unfortunately, we believe is an indication of true love or true connection is this intense spark that builds. Mm-hmm. But... In my experience, when there's this intense sexual attraction from the beginning, it's those scenarios that I've seen fizzle out and other scenarios where it's taken a little bit of time to get started, there's a slow burn, but they're the ones that have lasted and have have stayed the distance. I think that's really interesting. People might be blowing the really good ones and giving loads of value to, to this thing that happened very quickly oh they were interested I, I can think of times when clients have rung and they've been like oh you know just uh, we, the date went forever and it was amazing and then oh, they spent the whole weekend together that's right oh we saw each other three <clears throat> times you know mm-hmm. i'm meeting it's all on fire obviously connected sexually straight away yes and that the, all this fire and how often do those like three weeks later it's over that's right and the ones that actually took a few oh let me see yep we you know there was something there we're just we're going on another date to see they're the ones that much more often end up being growing into something real that's exactly right because they've invested and they've they've followed our steps they've definitely um, taken time to uh, to go through these five stages that we're going to uh, talk about now mm-hmm. and um, yeah let's just let's get stuck in and let's let's try and help more people learn how to how they can have chemistry yeah well I think the other thing that that they need to understand before we get going is that you don't need to get to this level of 10 straight away there's not some magic that happens in the first few moments of your connection there are there are actual milestones that need to be ticked in your brain in order to find that connection so i think we should just let's go through those milestones yep okay so what is chemistry let's start with that chemistry certainly an overused term Yes, it is. People use it all the time. And they they absolutely misuse what it it is. But Mm. for us, we're going to concentrate and explain that uh, chemistry is about connection and building rapport. And yes, sexual attraction is an aspect, but it's just one aspect of it. Mm. So how do you build chemistry? Well, it's built through a series of stages or milestones. And it is something that you can have a strong influence over if you know what these stages and milestones are. You can trigger these milestones through a series of questions on your date or your interaction that you're having with someone. You might be at a wedding or you might just be at a bar and have bumped into someone that you like and you want to test the waters and see if you can, you know, if you can develop things. I think, yeah, spoiler alert too. It's not really five questions, but it's it's five types of questions, which are representations of these five milestones, right? Yes, and, and we're going to give you examples of each milestone so that you, um, you'll you be really clear on, on what we're talking about. So, so let's start with the first milestone. This is what we call the connection phase. Now, in this phase, what you're doing is you're creating a light, positive space, an easy, open dynamic for the two of you to get to know each other in a really light way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about energy. We always talk about it, right? Oh, the energy was good or, you know, you have to start with energy. And that's that lightness 
just creates so much possibility. If the, if there's heaviness or if it's flat, you know, it's really hard to get the momentum going, right? That's right. It's exactly right. And look, sadly, I do hear a bit too often and for my liking that people are asking really hard questions on their date first off. Mm. You know, they're, they're getting into this interview mode, this, this grilling with, you know, questions around why did your marriage end and, you know, do you want to have children? They're jumping too far to the relationship mode when they need to recognise that they're still in the dating mode. Yeah, and dating and relationship are different. That's right. Yeah, I think that's a real key distinction. In this place, you are in the dating space. And dating space is just about connecting, finding commonality, alignment, developing some possibility, some excitement. It is not deciding in the first 15 minutes whether this person is, is your on, life partner yeah and is on the exact same path as you and all those kinds of things mm. what uh, people don't think about is that they're asking a complete stranger who has no feelings for them what they want that's you're not going to get the right answers anyway if you connect with somebody you fall for them mm. you know what what my answers are today could be completely different in a month's time three months time 12 months time I'm not suggesting that you stick around for 12 months while you wait to see if they want the same things as you. I'm just saying you can't really know. So why are you even asking these questions? That's right. You're asking questions to give you answers for things that aren't relevant. They're not a, it's not a relevant tool to understand if that person's compatible with you. They're in, in the, the dating space. In the dating space. Yeah. They're indicators of things that you shouldn't be focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. You need to do more You need to do more groundwork to lay the right foundations for you to have a connection with someone to open up and allow that to develop. You're you're jumping the gun. It's all about possibility. That's right. That should be your headspace is just possibility. Possibility, openness and communication. So what do we mean by, you know, this connection phase? Let me give you an example. So what you want to do here is focus on getting to know you type questions. Things like, okay, well, what do you do? What do you like about it? What do you do when you aren't at work? Where did you grow up? Just basic kind of, just chit chat. Yeah, I think there's a sort of misconception that it has to be magic straight away. But in reality, to develop rapport, there are just certain boxes that need to be ticked. And this is just about developing a little bit of momentum, opening up, creating yeah. a bit of relaxation. That's right. And, you know, you can do it with as basic stuff as what, you know, the social scientists and therapists say about how to, when, when people are struggling socially, they talk about the two W's, always start conversations with, you know, the, the weather and the weekend. Yes. You know, <laughs> you, you can start with some really simple stuff. All you're doing is creating a little bit of relaxation. That's right. And starting the ball rolling, right? Yeah, exactly. Look, remember, this is this is milestone one, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's a very socially easy place to start. You know, your, your date doesn't think that you're crazy or, you know, mm-hmm. you've got some social etiquette because you're starting in a nice, safe place. Yeah, and there's a lot of subconscious... Uh, getting to know you things that are going on in your brain you're listening to their voice the way they move and all those things and you're building familiarity that's starting to happen and that's the first stages of trust Mm, that's right so the next milestone is the alignment phase Mm -hmm. and what do we mean by that well it's finding out things that you have in common so it's a discussion around your interests your hobbies 
finding out what you both enjoy doing. For example, you might ask your date, well, do you ski? Oh yeah, I love skiing. Oh, really? <laughs> Great. Yeah. Where where was the last place you went? Oh well, I was it was local, but um, my favorite place to ski is Japan. Have you ever been to Japan? I haven't, but I really want to go. I've heard the powder snow is amazing. I normally go to Vail or Whistler, um, but Japan is on my on my list. All right, cool. So that's a good example of now we've found something that we like. We can we can refer to it. Yep. And it's it's just another part of our brain going. Okay, there's a commonality there. There's something that I can feel connection with. And then my trust goes up, my barriers come down. Yeah, you found something in common. And, you know, maybe that's a real important point for you. Maybe your past partner didn't enjoy skiing. So you're Mm. really excited at the prospect of being able to share that with someone. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know someone's backstory to why they've asked a question or their their interests. So Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting, you know. And And things can fly off there. I mean, you said, okay, well, Whistler, I'm like, oh, I love Canada. I lived in Vancouver for six months, you know, during you know, university and mm. as an exchange student, boom, you've got a whole other Correct. conversation. It just goes off in that. Kind That's of, right. And then it's rolling it's and, and, and you're being excited because it's conversation is flowing and mm. it's, it's a really lovely space to be in. Mm-hmm. So when you find that you have something in common, this is connected to this milestone, continue to ask questions around it. Mm-hmm. Don't let it go. Okay. Keep them going so that you can find out more. You can find out in more depth what you share. Mm-hmm. But don't shoot the questions at them and make sure you're open to respond to questions that are coming back to you. Don't try and keep it balanced, yeah? Absolutely. The more you share with each other, the more you'll learn about one another and you'll give chemistry a real chance to ignite, you know. Yeah, that's good. All right, then we move to milestone three. This is what we call the intimacy phase. It's about exclusivity, isn't it? It's, it's about getting personal. It's about getting personal. That's right. You've At this point, your guard is a little lower. You've built some momentum. You've found out things that you've got in common. You're excited. You're, you know, mm-hmm. you're, the trust is increasing. The trust is there. Mm-hmm. And then to elevate that to the next level, you can start by asking questions that are a little bit more intimate, a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. And we mean questions like, what were you like as a kid? What's special about your best friend? How did you meet? It creates an opening for more personal kind of responses, right? And when you're, when you're sharing personal things with somebody, you subconsciously understand that that's not something that you do with everyone. So it, it's actually elevating the value of the person when you're sharing and when they're sharing with you. Because you also understand when they're talking to you about something personal that they must trust you and they must value you in order to to share that because you wouldn't share it with someone you didn't give a shit about. That's right. And it's also giving you a signal that that person is interested in you. It's very subtle, but it's there because they're telling you, I want to know more about you. I want to dig deeper. I want to learn what makes you tick. And that's a really flattering signal to receive because, you know, everyone on a date's worried about, oh, does he like me? Does she like me? You know, is, is, is there going to be some potential here? If you get that confirmation through these type of questions, then, you know, you know that you're on the path. You're building trust. You know, this is a key part of the process is there has to be trust. The, the barriers have to come down. And when someone's talking about these kinds of personal things, it's not about ulterior motive. It's not about getting into bed. It's, it's about something much deeper than that. And that creates a stronger connection. That's exactly right. Yeah. 
So you've built some momentum in the beginning with some nice, light, fun, getting to know you type questions. Yep, and then you've uh, you've moved into commonality and alignment with uh, you know finding things that you both like. And now you are in the phase of being a little bit exclusive with revealing personal information. So that that connection is growing. Mm -hmm. And that's increasing your perception of the value of the other person Correct. and vice versa. Correct, which is which is a really key point. Mm -hmm. I hope you, you really you know get what we're saying about that, that you don't open up all the time with everyone. Yeah. So doing that with your date is a unique space to be in with someone. Mm. Now it's time for milestone four which is my personal favorite, <laughs> called the game phase. Yep. The flirty stage. That's right. Um, yeah, I love this stage. I think it's really fun and uh, you can do a lot with it. Well, it's everyone's favorite really, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. But um, it it's, can be scary for some people. If you, if, you don't have, if you don't have killer game, this can be scary. So that's why it's so key that, we, that we've covered those bases before, right? That's right. So what we're doing here <clears throat> is that we're bringing sexual communication into the space. And and I'm just talking here about the hint, the suggestion of sex. Rather than actually closing. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. What you're doing is you're creating a, an environment where you can be light and playful and fun. Right? We're talking about teasing your date, asking them questions and having a bit of banter, taking it to that next level of, of rapport building. So it's, it's like a... It's, it's a sexy thing to do, but there's no pressure or obligation around the concepts of sex. It's just suggestions and ideas. It's being playful. That's right. And there's a lot going on here because what you're doing is that you're subtly letting your date know that you're interested in them. Mm -hmm. without being overly demonstrative about those feelings. It's a like cheat's little way to say, hey, I'm, I think you're kind of cute and I'm going to flirt with you now. Without, without putting, really putting yourself on the line and, and, and risking sort of the... Rejection. Yeah, or, the downside you know, of rejection. That's right. But very often people, like we've noticed this with, particularly with, with some of the ladies, that if they don't get the message themselves if they don't receive a message that that person's interested they won't even let themselves feel their interest they'll kind of block it and that, you know we've seen that before right we have <clears throat> we we really have i've i've given i've listened to clients give date feedback and the lady's gone well look you know he was nice but there wasn't any chemistry so i don't think i want to see him again mm -hmm. i then ring the guy and he says to me oh she was great we had so much in common i'm going to ask her out again and i'm Baffled, I'm like, well, how does one have one opinion that's so different from the other? And the other thing that's happened in that time is that you go back to the girl and you go, oh, it's a shame. Yeah, he wanted uh, to ask he, you out and again. And they go, oh, well, um, okay, well, I'd, I'd like to, you know, I really, and all of a sudden her whole story's changed. That's right. And what's happened is he hasn't made it clear enough. I don't think he hasn't communicated. He's, he's had a good time with her, but he hasn't made this switch to let her know that he's actually interested. That's right? right. And she's guarded, so she will often not let herself even feel those things, hasn't even asked herself if she really likes him in that way because she doesn't want to take the risk. That's right. Yeah. So this is an <clears throat> easy way for you to take that next step. You know, it's a baby step forward. So you are able to let your date know that you're interested, but still in this playful mode. Yeah, no pressure. 
that's it. So let's give you some uh, examples of what we mean by this uh, by this phase. Well, it's the teasing questions, the challenging questions, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. So yeah. things like, um, I don't know, are you a cat or a dog person? I'm a yeah, I'm a dog person. Then you can say you can tease me about. Oh well, um, you know. Um, oh, you you love you know. Oh, you love dogs because they're they're just they're man's best friend. Yeah, or or it's uh, you just love having something that dotes on you unconditionally. You know, you don't want to work for the love like like a cat person has to. You know, like <laughs> so you can have that tease. Yeah. For example, on on something. That's right. Yeah. I have a favorite question that I I often advise people to ask, which is. If you could be in a reality TV show, which one would you love? Which one would you hate to be in? And, and yeah, that's good because if they say something that, like, they say choose one that you don't like, you can really give them heaps about it, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, someone says, <clears throat> oh, I'd love to be in Big Brother. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? You just want to lie around all day and do nothing? Yeah. Oh, well, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so th- that, that kind of place where you can where you can tease someone, you can yeah. challenge them, you can have a little bit of banter. That's right. And it's very playful. Yes. And, but how, just because we're teasing each other, it means we're getting along great, but how do I know that this is flirting? Great question. I'm so glad you asked that because there are some really easy ways that you can show that you're, date, that you're interested. First of all, smile, you know. Mm. It's really important. It's such a disarming thing it's to do. It's so it? disarming and it's so simple. Laughter is key. Um, Are you talking about full teeth, big glaring smile? Or? No, just just a cheeky little grin, you know, yeah. showing your date you're having a good time and you're enjoying their company. And um, look into their eyes. I was just going to say holding <clears throat> that gaze just a second or two longer than normal mm-hmm. so that they get us a little hint that, oh, that was a little bit longer than expected. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. might like me or he might like me. I'm really glad you've mentioned that because it's something I wanted to talk about earlier. And that is that each of these milestones, it's like you're building a bridge from one step to the next, Mm -hmm. you know. Each time you're trying to build more rapport, get a little closer. Each point is like a reassurance to the other person. Okay, we've got to this stage, we can go to the next stage. And it's all happening subconsciously. It's absolutely happening, you know, that's right. Um, So, yeah, I think this is is a really important stage to get to. So we've got the cat-dog questions... What other type of questions could, could we ask to sort of get the ball rolling in this banter yep. place? If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Or if you could only ever have one ice cream flavour forever, what yep. would it be? Yep. You know. Another favourite of mine is uh, what are the three things that you can't live without? Mm. We actually ask our members to uh, fill out a questionnaire before they join. And it's really interesting that some people will write physical things and some people will, will write, you know, yeah. some, someone might intangible say things. chocolate or their hair dryer or their <clears throat> phone. And other people will say love, laughter, laughter and music. And, mm. you know, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. Uh, so, Three things on your bucket list or... Yep. Uh, if you could be, a, if you could, inv- oh, another one I love asking is if you could invite three famous people to a dinner party. Uh, past or present, who would it be and why? Mm-hmm. And that could leave you open for some serious challenges. Oh, that yeah. Be, that could be quite playful. You could have some great... <laughs> if you had your own Learjet and you could fly anywhere right now, where would we be going? Mm. Where would we be going? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. So I think you get the gist, right? Yep. It's all about <clears throat> being playful and teasing and, uh, and being creative with your questions. But the key thing to happen in this milestone is that you know that I'm interested. I know that you're interested. So our guard is coming down. We're giving ourselves the opportunity to, to receive that energy and feeling confident enough to give it back because 
we're, it's safer now because we're not going to get rejected because we know they like us. That's right? right. It's a really important phase. And, mm. you know, like I've said before, it's that bridge building from, from each stage to the next that, mm-hmm. b- that builds that rapport and the momentum. Okay. So if you followed our steps, milestone one, two, three, and four, I'm so pleased to tell you that you are now in a state of chemistry. Wow. So we've got to... We've got a bit of lightness, a bit of momentum. We're feeling pretty uh, like there's some alignment there. We've got some things that are in common. That's right. You've flirted a bit. You've mm-hmm. teased each other. We've, built, we've got some. We've had some intimacy, intimacy. some personal conversations, which have raised value. Yes. Okay. All right. So if we're in chemistry, then then why do we need? I mean, that's our mission, right? Why do we need milestone five? Well, I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> um, we need the next milestone to hit it out of the park that knockout punch that is just going to solidify everything just that little bit further and make it super clear that this is someone that you're interested in and you want to see them again okay so this is about the future right yes we, we we're very much presently connected yes but a nice and not we, we talked about the past and found some commonality That's now right. we're in this mo- we've got a moment so we're Correct. very much in the present and then this final one is touching on the future yes that's right it's all about the possibility of the future now in this phase we ask questions about someone's dreams or goals you know what their plans might be things like um if if you could live somewhere else in the world you know where would it be Mm -hmm. um if you for example won lotto tomorrow how would you spend your money Mm -hmm. um so these questions There's a couple of things going on here. First of all, any question about someone's dreams or goals gives you an insight into their uh, direction, their vision. And ambition and aspiration are very exciting and attractive traits in a partner. Mm, Very much so. And if you feel that that there is an alignment with yours and theirs, that's another level of connection. Okay, so there's two things going on. The first one is... Hey, you know, I, I'm I'm attracted by this person's ambition. If they're talking about, you know, things they want to achieve and that's kind of stuff, you see them moving forward and that's very sexy. And then also there's gonna be some sort of alignment of values, and that's a real key indicator that you're on the right track. This is the killer knockout punch. When mm-hmm. we meet someone that shares our values. It's so appealing and we feel instantly connected. We feel that there is a reason to want to see them again, you know, whether it be for friendship or as as a potential partner. So much possibility. That's right. Once there's some, and we're not talking about having a full understanding of all their values, just a few ideas. And if there's something that interests you about what they say, then that creates massive possibility. Absolutely. Um, And that's why this final stage is so important because it gives you another reason to go, okay, wow, I'm really impressed by that person. I want to see them again. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that, ladies and gentlemen, is your only goal on a first date. Just getting to the second date. Just getting to the second date. Just not, not getting to marriage and kids. That's right. You know, finding out if you like this person, if you want to see them again, making them feel good with you, having them go home and, and feel, yeah, look, I really enjoyed my time with that person. I want to see them again. Mm. That's your only goal. Yeah, that's, um, that's key. That's really, really solid point. People are just getting to relationship stage too quickly. 
absolutely they're jumping the gun and going to the end stage rather than being in the moment they need to invest time lay the groundwork build things slowly you know relationships take time so mm -hmm. just be patient yeah and it's not relationship yet it's not even relationship it's just dating that's right you're in dating 101 mm. yeah. <laughs> i like them they like me they're they fun this is interesting i'm curious to go a to the next stage, only the next stage. That's exactly nothing else is locked in. That's exactly right. The first date is not an environment for you to interview your date for the role of your partner. Mm -hmm. It is your chance to have fun, be liked, learn about one another, ask the right questions. You know, imagine you had a date with someone and you didn't follow these five milestones, and you left the date going meh. You know nice but not for me mm -hmm. you would have missed out on all the gold about that person because mm -hmm. you didn't spend time to learn that you have a shared interest in golf that you both lived in uh, the states for the same amount of time that you both love to do volunteer work and want to go and live uh, abroad for a year you know working for a charity you you wouldn't have known all of that had you not invested the time to carefully build that rapport, build that momentum and ask the right questions. Instead, right. if you focused on asking them, you know, why their marriage ended or, you know. How many kids do they want? How many kids <clears throat> they want. That person doesn't owe you an explanation for their life choices. And mm -hmm. it's really rude and, and expectant of you to put yourself in that role to ask them those questions. Like they have to jump through a whole pile of hoops before you even consider them for like life partnership. Yeah, that's right. That they're being graded on whatever <clears throat> answer they give to, you know, for you to be, if you accept the answer, then you're okay, well, I've passed that test. It's very presumptuous, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you don't even know if they like you yet. That's right. Yeah. So just, you know, these five milestones, I guarantee you, will change the way that you think about dating. Mm -hmm. That's really good. All right, so let's do a quick recap. Okay. So... You're on your date, first milestone, keep it light and playful. Just basic getting to know each other questions. Building momentum. Building momentum. So number two is finding alignment, right? Finding things in common and that alignment and commonality is building element of trust. That's right. And continue to ask questions around the thing that you found in common, you know? Right. Really, Elaborating on it. Really elaborate and, uh, and, and get as much as you can out of it. Okay. The next is where you go into the intimacy building phase, where you ask more personal questions to create that exclusivity. And, and raise, raise the value in each other's perceptions of each other. Exactly. Okay. And then number four, everybody's favorite, is the, uh, the flirtation <laughs> stage, the teasing stage, the challenge. Yep, that's right. So it's right. all about... Uh, Banter. Laughter, smiling, fun, the hint of sexual interest the suggestion of sex, and all in a light and playful way. Correct. Those key words, light and playful, so mm -hmm. important. And like we said before, you're now in a state of chemistry. So this is really exciting. Okay, You've, you've achieved that milestone. Mm -hmm. And then the last one to, to create that knockout punch are the aspirational questions that you ask about your future which not only tell you about their dreams and aspirations, but also give you an insight into what their values are. So you're getting two things in that final stage. You're getting that alignment of values, which is all very, uh, which really solidifies your connection. 
And you're exploring more their ambition and their forward vision, and that's really sexy. Oh, my God, how awesome is that? Mm -hmm. I know I want to see that person again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's all we're getting to, right? We're just getting to... This has to be interesting enough for us to explore further. Exactly. Our only goal, like I've said before, at the end of the first date is just to have them want to see you again. Right. That's so key, isn't it? Look, it really is. I think in today's society, there's such a fast-paced mentality to getting a result of things that we want that people forget, you know, relationships take time. People say to you, like when you when you challenge the, your clients on this, people say to you, well, I don't want to waste time. That's, that's what they say. That's their excuse for yeah. jumping straight into the interviews type questions is that well i don't have time to yeah, waste yeah. The excuse, you have to invest the time the excuse for their poor behavior mm-hmm. or yeah. or ignorance around how important it is to build the rapport slowly mm-hmm. the, entitlement the entitlement of I, I want everything now and Correct. i want to know that i'm not wasting one minute with with the wrong person yep that's really problematic so i really hope that we've given everyone who's listening uh, some great advice uh, a new strategy that they can adopt when they're on their dates I think it's empowering because most people feel like this is something they have no control over people feel like this is they're waiting for the wizard to to sprinkle the dust on them you know and it's just it just doesn't work like that you are I think it's really empowering to know that you are more in control of this. You have way more influence than you realize over, over the, the concept of chemistry than you than you could ever know. So it's just so empowering to know that you, you actually have control over this stuff. A hundred percent. So if you get these milestones down, you can you can dramatically increase your chances mm. of having chemistry with your next date and getting that next date. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. If you found this information useful, I'd really encourage you to go to trudygilbert.com. We actually have a free course that you can download, and it's called How to Build Chemistry on a Date. That covers these milestones. Yep. Uh, but what I really love is the bonus. Yes. <clears throat> the uh, three ways to flirt that yes. you put together. That's yep. awesome. It really helps you with that milestone for the banter, the, the flirting. Yeah, and flirting is something that people do struggle with because, you know, they um, they forget the, the tactics that you can use. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a really cool cheat sheet for you to download, which I think people will really enjoy. It gives you a, uh, a summary of the sample questions you can ask in each of the five milestones. You can check your notes just before you go out. <laughs> you can. You sure can. So if you've been enjoying our podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And look, please share it with your friends. We're really passionate about helping people through their dating experiences and passing on all of our years of experience. Sharing the love, literally sharing the literally, love. Literally, that's right. Share, share the love with friends, with anyone who you think could benefit from our tips and advice. We'll be back next week with some more tips, insights and strategies on how to win the dating game. See you then.